Hello, welcome to Hear the Bible with Valerie, a podcast where you can listen to a reading of the NIV Bible without any added commentary or opinions. I decided to go with a chronological plan for this reading, so we won't be going in book order, but we will learn about the events in the order in which they happened. I'm excited to have you join me on this journey, so please stick around at the end of the episode for how to get in touch with me and more details about the show. But for now, let's go ahead and get started. Genesis chapter 34, Dinah and the Sheshemites, verses 1 through 10. Now Dinah, the daughter Leah had borne to Jacob, went out to visit the women of the land. When Sheshem, son of Hamor, the Hivite, the ruler of that area, saw her, he took her and raped her. His heart was drawn to Dinah, daughter of Jacob. He loved the young woman and spoke tenderly to her. And Sheshem said to his father Hamor, Get me this girl as my wife. When Jacob heard that his daughter Dinah had been defiled, his sons were in the fields with his livestock, so he did nothing about it until they came home. Then Sheshem's father, Hamor, went out to talk with Jacob. Meanwhile, Jacob's sons had come in from the fields as soon as they heard what had happened. They were shocked and furious because Sheshem had done an outrageous thing in Israel by sleeping with Jacob's daughter, a thing that should not be done. But Hamor said to them, My son Sheshem has his heart set on your daughter. Please give her to him as his wife. Intermarry with us, give us your daughters, and take our daughters for yourselves. You can settle among us, the land is open to you. Live in it, trade in it, and acquire property in it. Verses 11-20 through 20. Then Sheshem said to Dinah's father and brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and I will give you whatever you ask. Make the price for the bride and the gift I am to bring as great as you like, and I'll pay whatever you ask me. Only give me the young woman as my wife. Because their sister Dinah had been defiled, Jacob's sons replied deceitfully as they spoke to Sheshem and his father Hamor. They said to him, We can't do such a thing. We can't give our sister to a man who is not circumcised. That would be a disgrace to us. We will enter into an agreement with you on one condition only, that you become like us by circumcising all your males. Then we will give you our daughters and take your daughters for ourselves. We'll settle among you and become one people with you. But if you will not agree to be circumcised, we'll take our sister and go. Their proposal seemed good to Hamor and his son Sheshem. The young man, who was the most honored of all his father's family, lost no time in doing what they said, because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. So Hamor and his son Sheshem went to the gate of their city to speak to the men of their city. Verses 21-31 through 31. These men are friendly toward us, they said. Let them live in our land and trade in it. The land has plenty of room for them. We can marry their daughters, and they can marry ours. But the men will agree to live with us as one people only on the condition that our males be circumcised, as they themselves are. Won't their livestock, their property, and all their other animals become ours? So let us agree to their terms, and they will settle among us. All the men who went out of the city gate agreed with Hamor and his son Sheshem, and every male in the city was circumcised. Three days later, while all of them were still in pain, two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, took their swords and attacked the unsuspecting city, killing every male. They put Hamor and his son Sheshem to the sword and took Dinah from Sheshem's house and left. The sons of Jacob came upon the dead bodies and looted the city where their sister had been defiled. They seized their flocks and herds and donkeys and everything else of theirs in the city and out in the fields. They carried off all their wealth and all their women and children, taking as plunder everything in the houses. 
Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me by making me obnoxious to the Canaanites and the Perizzites, the people living in this land. We are few in number, and if they join forces against me and attack me, I and my household will be destroyed. But they replied, Should he have treated our sister like a prostitute? Chapter 35 Jacob Returns to Bethel Verses 1-10 through Then God said to Jacob, Go up to Bethel and settle there, and build an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Get rid of the foreign gods you have with you, and purify yourselves, and change your clothes. Then come, let us go up to Bethel, where I will build an altar to God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and who has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods they had, and the rings in their ears, and Jacob buried them under the yoke at Sheshem. Then they set out, and the terror of God fell on the towns all around them, so that no one pursued them. Jacob and all the people with him came to Luz, that is, Bethel, in the land of Canaan. There he built an altar, and he called the place El Bethel, because it was there that God revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak outside Bethel. So it was named Elon Bakuth. After Jacob returned from Paddan Aram, God appeared to him again and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but you will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will be Israel. So he named him Israel. Verses 11-15 through 15. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and increase in number. A nation and a community of nations will come from you, and kings will be among your descendants. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac I also give to you, and I will give this land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him at the place where he had talked with him. Jacob set up a stone pillar at the place where God had talked with him, and he poured out a drink offering on it. He also poured oil on it. Jacob called the place where God had talked with him Bethel. The Deaths of Rachel and Isaac Verses 16-29 through 29. Then they moved on from Bethel. While they were still some distance from Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth and had great difficulty. And as she was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, Don't despair, for you have another son. As she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. Over her tomb Jacob set up a pillar, and to this day that pillar marks Rachel's tomb. Israel moved on again and pitched his tent beyond Migdal Eder, while Israel was living in that region, Reuben went in and slept with his father's concubine, Billa, and Israel heard of it. Jacob had twelve sons, the sons of Leah, Reuben the firstborn of Jacob, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, the sons of Rachel's servant, Billa, Dan, and Naphtali, the sons of Leah's servant, Zilpah, Gad, and Asher, these were the sons of Jacob, who were born to him in Paddan Aram. Jacob came home to his father Isaac in Mamre, near Kiriath Erba, that is, Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had stayed. Isaac lived a hundred and eighty years. Then he breathed his last, and died, and was gathered to his people, old and full of years. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. 
Genesis chapter 36 Esau's Descendants Verses 1 through 10 This is the account of the family line of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the women of Canaan. Ada, daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Oholibama, daughter of Anna, and granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite. Also Basemath, daughter of Ishmael, and sister of Nebaioth. Ada bore Ilphaz to Esau, Basemath bore Ruel, and Oholibama bore Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These were the sons of Esau, who were born to him in Canaan. Esau took his wives and sons and daughters, and all the members of his household, as well as his livestock and all his other animals, and all the goods he had acquired in Canaan, and moved to a land some distance from his brother Jacob. Their possessions were too great for them to remain together. The land where they were staying could not support them both because of their livestock. So Esau, that is Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. This is the account of the family line of Esau, the father of the Edomites in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz the son of Esau's wife Ada, and Ruel the son of Esau's wife Basemath. Verses 11 through 19. The sons of Eliphaz, Timon, Omar, Zepho, Getam, and Kenaz. Esau's son Eliphaz also had a concubine named Timna, who bore him Amalek. These were grandsons of Esau's wife Ada. The sons of Ruel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the grandsons of Esau's wife Basemath. The sons of Esau's wife Ohalabama, daughter of Ana and granddaughter of Zibion, whom she bore to Esau, Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These were the chiefs among Esau's descendants, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, chiefs Timon, Omar, Zepho, Kenaz, Korah, Getam, and Amalek. These were the chiefs descended from Eliphaz and Edom. They were grandsons of Ada. The sons of Esau's son Ruel, chiefs Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the chiefs descended from Ruel in Edom. They were grandsons of Esau's wife Basemath. The sons of Esau's wife Ohalabama, chiefs Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These were the chiefs descended from Esau's wife Ohalabama, daughter of Anah. These were the sons of Esau, that is, Edom, and these were their chiefs. Verses 20 to 30. These were the sons of Ser the Horite, who were living in the region, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These sons of Ser in Edom were Horite chiefs. The sons of Lotan, Hori, and Homam Timna was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shobal, Alvin, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho, and Onam. The sons of Zibion, Ea and Anna. This is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the desert while he was grazing the donkeys of his father Zibion. The children of Anna, Dishon and Ohalabama, daughter of Anna. The sons of Dishon, Himdan, Eshban, Ithran and Karen. The sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zavon, and Ekan. The sons of Dishon, Uz, and Aaron.
These were the Horite chiefs, Lotan, Shobal, Zibian, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These were the Horite chiefs, according to their divisions in the land of Seir. The rulers of Edom, verses 31 through 43. These were the kings who reigned in Edom before any Israelite king reigned. Bela, son of Beor, became king of Edom. His city was named Dinhaba. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah, from Bozrah, succeeded him as king. When Jobab died, Husham, from the land of the Temanites, succeeded him as king. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the country of Moab, succeeded him as king. His city was named Avith. When Hadad died, Samla from Masreka succeeded him as king. When Samla died, Shal from Rehoboth on the river succeeded him as king. When Shal died, Baal-Hanan, son of Akbor, succeeded him as king. When Baal-Hanan, son of Akbor, died, Hadad succeeded him as king. His city was named Pau, and his wife's name was Mehetabal, daughter of Matrid, the daughter of Mizahab. These were the chiefs descended from Esau, by name according to their clans and regions, Timna, Alva, Jetheth, Ohalabama, Elah, Pinon, Kenaz, Timon, Mibzar, Magdiel, and Aram. These were the chiefs of Edom according to their settlements in the land they occupied. This is the family line of Esau, the father of the Edomites. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Bible reading. If you'd like to get in touch with me, my email is valerie.bibleread at gmail.com. Valerie is B-A-L-E-R-I-E. I'm terrible at social media, but I do have a new Twitter account that I will try to be better at using. My Twitter handle is at valbibleread. Please follow me on social media for major updates and announcements, and you can feel free to email me with any questions or comments you have. I'd love to hear from you. It's my goal to maintain a free podcast. However, if you feel led to donate, there are two ways you can. The first way is through PayPal by sending it to my email address, and I will get 100% of those proceeds to put towards making future episodes. The second way to donate is through the main Red Circle website for the podcast, and that is tinyurl.com slash donate dash htb. That is htb as in hear the Bible. That link will lead you directly to the podcast's official website on Red Circle, which is our hosting platform, where you can make either a one-time or a recurring donation. Red Circle will take a 4% fee out for maintaining the site. Thank you again for joining me today. Stay safe, stay healthy, live your best life, and I will see you next time.